0: Hey there! Are you looking to take your family life to the next level? One where you're in charge and free to set your own hours? You've come to the right place. Each and every week, we share the highs, lows, ups, and downs as we grow our businesses from zero to hero. Welcome to the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace.
1: The whole week of day job and stuff, I I have like four hours on Saturday morning to get everything done <laughs> you know it's like everything was pushed off to the weekend yeah yeah so <clears throat> so how's your week been
0: uh good man good we traveled on Wednesday so we're in France now and uh it's it's awesome it's really beautiful here it's uh yeah it's just really really nice um so it's good we spent almost a month in Spain which was really cool we got to see just a ton of different stuff I mean Spain's a really diverse country and Just, we saw a little bit of everything big towns and small villages and big houses and little tiny apartments and in the city and in the country and stuff. So it was, it was really, in that respect, it was really good. So
1: cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, But yeah, good to be in France. It's, uh, you know, objectively, it's a notch up in in like cleanliness and nice and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of the kind of nice. I mean, uh, Spain is beautiful, but it's also sort of, you know, very rustic. Um, we're in Provence in like the Southeast, Southeast of France and it's like super nice, you know? Right. Right. And so, um, but yeah, all is good. So we're having, uh, emotional family time right now. If you can hear that. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Sounds like a trying time in your life. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's part of, part of life. We're in a two bedroom apartment and it's, you know, it's tiny. So, but it's all right. good. Yeah. That's all good. I, I think. It. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, how about you? What's what's new?
1: Uh, business wise, um, pretty pretty interesting month. So June has been a lot better business wise for Mastermind Jam than May. Um, but um, I've been busying myself with um, kind of like um, a side side project, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we were it was going by a code name for a while of Nugget. And um it's um this weekend we're working on the the new branding. It's going to emerge from its cocoon and become startup lab and um we'll see how that goes uh I've been uh kind of hinting at it in my newsletter for a couple of weeks now.
0: yeah, I saw something about it sort of officially, right like in your was it in your newsletter, i guess with like nugget uh I saw like actually yeah. announced
1: well i if you if you consider my newsletter an announcement, sure, the uh, um, it's like the newsletter subscriptions three hundred and ninety people, and then uh, so it it's gone out and um, just I mentioned it in the newsletter like at the top, um, and then people can go and sign up for the for the waiting list. So it's kind of like a beta list kind of thing. Um. So the the the. Upside of what you know? What the hell is Nugget or what the hell is Startup Lab? So let me take a step back for the people who haven't seen the announcement. It's um, simply a service that sends you a software solvable business um, problem every single day. So in your email, you get you know a, a, a pain that somebody's having that uh, we think the software can solve. Um,
0: where do the, the ideas come from?
1: The ideas. Um, well, we I shouldn't we, say
0: ideas, that's a terrible term because everyone yeah. has ideas.
1: Yeah. These are um these are like leads or opportunities, whatever you want to call them. Um we source them on the internet. Um I'm not yet at liberty to say where we get them, but they uh um,
0: are they like, what like a salesperson would consider a qualified lead? Yes. They've been vetted.
1: Yes. So, <clears throat> so how the are full you vetting them? Is, so the full process is we get hundreds of these leads in and, and we only you know, like for instance, we just went through a hundred, um, a few nights ago and we came out of that hundred with 17 awesome, um, business leads. <clears throat> and it's, it's a lead where somebody says, you know, hell yeah, I would a hundred percent pay to have this problem solved. I'd pay out of my own pocket even if, uh, you know, if my employer wouldn't pay for this or, um, or I own a, own a business and I, I really need this. Um, <clears throat> I would absolutely pay for this because it solves us a pain that we have every single day of the week. Um. So those kinds of, like, amazing emotional tie-ins to each lead um, is what what gets it into the list. Um, and then we do a vetting process where we have, like, a private community that kicks around each of these ideas and, and like, looks for, you know, is this suitable for bootstrappers? Or is this really a kind of a funded company? Is this Is this a big market or a small market? Is this something that I can easily find people to market this to online? Or is this, like, a high-touch sales kind of thing? Um, So we have kind of a a checklist of of points where we scrutinize each and every one of these before they get into the queue. Um, And then we put um, into the emails, we put um, all of that into the email, right? We summarize all of our discussions and we boil it down and say, hey, here's directly out of the customer's mouth. Here's what they need. You know, here's their issue. Um, And then – like here's the summary of our analysis, and um, you know if you want to click here, here's a Google Trends link for this idea, and here's here's a Google search on competitors, and here's um, um, a couple examples of uh, of competitors that aren't handling this, or here's the software packages that you'd have to integrate with, or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then there's a link that you can click into the discussion. So there's a private discussion mastermind where you can go in. And you can kick around the ideas even more. You can see the full text of our discussions that got it onto the list. You can um, um, work with other entrepreneurs and, like, get ideas of how to validate it and get other people's ideas and feedback on an idea. Um, and we're hoping to see people, like, form teams and, and, you know, team up and say, hey, let's let's just give this a try, validate it, see how far it goes. Um, and um, maybe, maybe we'll see some real businesses come out of this. Hmm.
0: Hmm. And for now, it's all free.
1: New, so right from the beginning, there is a there's a way where, for you to sign up and get um, a free sample. Um, and in that free sample, is like a referral link, so you'll get basically one business opportunity for free. If you want a whole week for free, you just share it with a few people on Twitter, and we'll give you uh-huh. uh, a coupon code to sign up, and you get a whole week for free. If you want a month for free, you got to share it some more. That kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> that encourages a, a, a tiny bit of virality. but So people can, can try it out. There's a free trial. But it's um, we're starting out at $11 a month. Um, and then that will be increasing um, pretty quickly, I'm, I'm feeling. But uh, we haven't set a date for the increase, so I don't want to put any false scarcity in there. But right now, it'll be $11 a month. And um, so probably by the time this episode airs, I would imagine that page will be up where you can go sign up and um, – you could either sign up and pay your 11 bucks right away or you can do, do the free trial and, and and try it out first.
0: Yeah, and it's startuplabs.com.
1: Singular start, startuplab.us. startuplab.us. Okay. Yeah. The um um the previous domain name was nugget that one. That will just redirect you to the new to the new name. Gotcha. Um <clears throat> and so so far I've I've announced it twice on um, two newsletters. Um, On the first announcement, we got 30 signups. And that was out of 32 people that clicked the link, 30 people signed up. And on the second announcement, um, we've gotten eight people that clicked the link and all eight signed up. Um, So where does it... That's 38. And then we've gotten more signups even from that from an announcement on the texting podcast. Mm So my co-founder on this is Justin Vincent and so he announced it on the, the texting podcast which went live Friday yeah and how and are so- you
0: guys uh, structuring things
1: uh, the partnership
0: yeah is that a uh, formal sort of deal or is this just kind of a hey let's see what happens
1: uh, yeah let's see if people sign up for it first mm-hmm. and then, um, then we'll worry about all that so yeah, that's that's exactly it. Cuz yeah. you know, we're not going to go and, you know, set up partnership agreements and all that stuff. It's kind of complicated cuz he lives in California, I live in Indiana and all that stuff. So, before we even delve into that, um this might not even be worth, you know, worth it. Um so if we get um if we start seeing some revenue generated from this, then then we'll worry about that. Yeah. So right now it's it's going into a Stripe account that doesn't have a sweep bank account associated with it. So it's just going to, you know, accrue. <laughs> And, um, and then we'll see, we'll take it from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, I think the, the idea is great. Obviously the idea is, uh, there's a huge need for it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what like lifetime revenue, uh, or lifetime value of a customer is cause it's a, it's inherently a service that no one wants to have forever right? Uh, yep. it's not like, you know, drip people have to have drip for as long as they have a business. Um, yeah. the, the nature of it is they, they'll want to cancel it as soon as they're, they get an idea that's validated and they'll pursue. Right. Um, so that's, you know, that going in and you know that, you, you know, maybe you get three, four, five, six months out of somebody would I think be on the high end. Um,
1: yeah, I think that would be on the high end. Um, well, a couple of things on that. We've gotten that feedback a lot. Um, it's not uh, bad.
0: It's not bad. It's just different.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's an, you know, it's slightly better than a one time sale, right? But it's just kind of spread. it spreads the risk out and shares the risk over the customer and us that we're giving them value. So instead of just asking them for a bunch of money up front and we'll give you, you know, ideas until you find a business, um, you know, keep paying us every month so we keep sourcing these things. How did they,
0: you guys decide to do that versus have someone pay forty nine dollars one time?
1: Um, because the, the leads that we send out, there's an ongoing cost for us to acquire these leads.
0: Mm -hmm. But as long as you're acquiring new customers, it should all be the same, right?
1: Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. Um, the,
0: you're running, you're running ads to get the leads. Is that right? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Perfect. I don't mean to be Andrew Weiner, and, and you know get get yeah. all your dirty laundry out here.
1: You know, no, but we will actually um share how we get the leads. We're gonna do like a founder cafe post um and like show you how the sausage is made. But um I don't not no, really. no,
0: I don't mean all to right. pry, just I, yeah. I'm just curious. So, so that's that's really cool. So um
1: Well it's you know it is and it isn't cool. So um we were thinking, you know, like um Palumbo, he said, you know, if I'm expecting to, for you to, to find me an idea that I expect to make maybe 500 bucks a month out of $11 sounds fine. But if I'm actually looking for an idea that I want to have like a lifestyle business out of at least, you know, if it makes me a hundred thousand dollars a year, um, then I think $11 feels amateurish. Um, so that, that's, that's feedback we've gotten a lot of. Rob Walling says, hey, you guys should launch this $50 a month at least, right? So what we've done is our, our pricing page is going to go live soon. It has like $49 a month, and it has like a strike through, and this is $11 for a limited time only. Um, <clears throat> and just so we can get a critical mass of people into the discussion area and the community, like we would love for there to be – Five hundred people, a thousand people in the community talking about businesses. You know, I don't know how many signups we need in order to to generate a, a community of that size. Mm-hmm. So starting from scratch, from the very beginning, it's tough to um, it's tough to build a community. As I've seen with Mastermind Jam, it's tough to build a community uh, at a high price point product because you have such a low number of. I mean, you have great customers, but there's a you know a few of them, right? And everybody's busy. Um, so we were hoping that this would like be appealing to like the product hunt crowd and you know, the hacker news crowd, the Reddit crowd and the you know, startup subreddits where somebody who's got a day job, they're a programmer or you know a salesman and they're sitting in a day job and thinking, boy, I really would love to start a business. It's just really tough to go out and find and validate a good idea. Um, maybe there's an idea that they'll just get in their email. They're like, holy shit, this is perfect for me because I have knowledge in that space. Or at the very least, it just gets the wheels turning on the thought process. Um, so we're going to do a podcast on how to, to to take one of these ideas and further validate it and, and develop it and how to, you know, sharpen your skill set as an entrepreneur to, to validate businesses. Um, so anyway, the $11 is just kind of a – I don't want to say tripwire, but it, that's kind of what it is. It's just like let's get people in, but I don't want just a bunch of tire kickers that are just going to sit and collect and, and not actually contribute. I want somebody who's invested a little bit um, that says, yeah, you know – this is a pain point I want to have solved. So, you know, here's my credit card number. So that's really the point of the eleven bucks. So the point of the eleven bucks isn't so that we we can buy a private island. You know what I mean? It's not like get rich quick money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really to validate that this is a need that entrepreneurs have. Now from there, so I kind of, so
0: just just to, yeah, to stop there, I think that you are validating an eleven dollar product at eleven dollars. You're not validating the ultimate price that you want people to pay. And because I ran I ran into this with Podcast Motor and I've raised prices successfully because I was delivering the value of a four or five hundred dollar a month product, but only charging two hundred. But you you one won't be able to raise prices on existing customers, and two, you might be validating that the price that anyone will pay is only eleven dollars, not that they'll pay forty nine. Right just, and that might be, again, it might be fine that you're, you're getting someone in the door for $11, then you'll, you'll sell them the $300 course later or whatever. But, but what you're doing is not validating the ultimate goal. I don't think. Right. Necessarily.
1: Right. Well, and I agree with that too. Um, it's like, however, if we start with the ultimate goal, I don't think we'll be able to build the community fast enough to justify the value well, like what
0: value is a what value is a community i mean there's there's a bazillion communities I think if if that if the goal is building a community then you're doing the right thing. If the goal is building a tool that makes money, you're not
1: The goal is to do to to have the community be the reason people stick around after they've got a business idea they like
0: so that you can
1: Extend the lifetime value of the customer.
0: Okay, cross sell so, and promote and affiliate. Oh yeah, and-
1: maybe not affiliate, but yeah, um, further products. For instance, um, once we've got a good corpus of these nuggets, of of you know these leads, these opportunities, um, they they become an easy search engine that we can offer, like you know an SEO um, like Moz does, or SEMrush, or Buzz Buzz um, Buzzsumo has the search tools where you can look f- for various things and, you know, there's a limit to how much you can search before you buy one of their higher price plans. We can offer something like that, but for business ideas. And for somebody that subscribes, we can say, okay, for subscribers only, you know, you can just put in your search parameters, filter by, just show me bootstrappable companies in the fitness space and I will email you when that happens. Don't send me these every day. You know, we can, we can start offering a lot of different products. Hmm. Um, so it's like, uh, we would love to get a lot of, of users discussing these ideas because we push, put that, we put the discussion notes back into the ideas. If that makes any sense, like that actually deepens the value of every single one of these ideas. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then very quickly, I think the price has to go up because of the value that the the community has made. So like everybody who signs up at 11 bucks, consider yourself like a charter member and you're, you know, you're getting away with stealing because eventually this is going to be kind of an expensive tool. I feel um, like you say. And then so very quickly, we, we would have to validate that, um, yeah, somebody's willing to pay, you know, I don't know, $150 a month to get access to all of this awesome stuff or $300 a month or whatever whatever is appropriate, you know, like a, in a HubSpot vein or um, um, that kind of thing. So I agree. We're only validating that people will pay 11 bucks Or actually right at the second, we're only validating that people will sign up to a free email list, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I th- – but <laughs> – Short of doing a freemium, which I don't think we can support, I don't have the time for a freemium. Like in my life, like, like I can't justify the time expense for a freemium product. Yeah. The eleven dollars um, helps me justify the time. I don't know if that's a good answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's uh, it's an answer. It's I don't an, know if that's no, a no, good no, no. And that that's fine. I mean, I think that's fine. I, I, I it's not the kind of thing I would do but I understand what you're talking about. I, I just, I think the the building of a, of a community is such a long game. Um, that, that it could be a very long time and you could do a lot of work before you see the kind of revenue that you're wanting to see.
1: You know, I've had people tell me that they, you know, if it was less than 25 bucks a month, they would probably just sign up and never unsubscribe, because they love watching new ideas march to the door. And these are people that run businesses, right? Um, not entrepreneurs, but they actually run a business. They just they would like to see the stream, they like to see the community. And so like that customer, that guy might stay subscribed for 18 months, just because, you know, fear of missing out, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. If it was more expensive, obviously, you know, that's a line item on your budget every month. That can't be ignored. Um, So you have to justify it. So, yeah, I mean, it's like if we price it higher, I think, yeah, we are definitely validating that um, there is potential there. Um, But, again, I think it's a much slower growth.
0: Yeah. You ought to split when when you get enough traffic, or if you start driving traffic to it, you ought to split test three hundred dollars one time versus eleven dollars a month.
1: I like that idea. That's a good I idea. Would,
0: I would be shocked if well, it would be tough to know because I think you would need to see what a three hundred dollar person behaves like inside, uh, in terms of you know interacting with an idea and and you know getting feedback from you guys and actually pursuing it, but. Um, if you're talking about just dollars, I would think that if you could show them a couple of examples,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would pay three hundred dollars before I would pay eleven dollars a month.
1: Interesting. That's great feedback. So one of the um pricing options that we had was in a, instead of eleven dollars a month, you know, you can just pay for a year up front. And so, you know, if we raise the price to, you know, thirty bucks a month or fifty bucks a month, we would still have like you know, the 10X for, for a year, but it would be a yearly subscription. It wouldn't be a one-time. You know, would you, and I guess you could cancel, right? So you could pay your 300 bucks up front and then this time next year, it's going to renew at $300. Is mm-hmm. that still still a value? Like if you haven't found a business opportunity that you can um, execute on in a year's time, then, are you going to re-up? Then your service is
0: not worth it, yeah. right? I mean, so you're that, not going to re-up. Yeah, no, no. That's why I think a one-time thing is, I don't know. I mean, you're providing an ongoing service, but they they should only need you once, right? It's not accounting software, email marketing, or lead pages or something where they keep using it. Mm -hmm. Um, Their one time that they use you might be in three months because the right idea for them doesn't come along right right at the beginning. But the person who is sort of a voyeur and just wants to see new business ideas go by all the time is – uh, I don't know.
1: That's not going to, that's an outline. Not, not, val-
0: not very valuable to you as a, as yep. a customer to, yeah. to cross-sell or promote or whatever to, but also pretty infrequent, I would think.
1: Oh, yeah. That's got to be a very small minority.
0: And, and I think the, the amount of work you would have, and I don't mean to be bitching at you about this, but I think the amount of work you no, would have it. to do to get an $11 a month person to pay $300 is not very much. To To show that value, is not very much.
1: Yeah. What we're hoping to do is um, see somebody take one of these ideas and really run with it. So we could use sure. it as like, a yeah. case. study. Yeah. Because suddenly that changes the value proposition completely, right? Like if you think of Dane Maxwell's foundation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he really wasn't able to properly market that until, um, um, well, what was that guy's name? Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when he was successful and got on Mixer G and talked about what a great job that you know his business yeah. is doing, based yeah. on validating it through the foundation, suddenly the foundation is six times the price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. So you're thinking three hundred dollars one time. So is there value in dripping out all of these business ideas or should there just be a database in your opinion where you just log on? You pay three hundred bucks, you log on and you look through what's there.
0: Yeah, no, I would I would have everything be available to people and then I would send them like a weekly digest of the new additions. Something like that. But I no, mm. to me thinking about a new business idea every day would be exhausting.
1: Yeah. I was just trying to imagine I would probably set up a filter in Gmail and they would go into a folder that I would clean out every once in a while.
0: Yeah, that's – you're going to lose so much, right? I mean because you're just uh, – I don't know. But that's that's me. I, 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 if like right now I'm like, hey, I want to build a SaaS app. I want to go somewhere and, and see a bunch of ideas that people have done the the mixer the, – the Dane Maxwell style or Amy Hoy you know, safari kind of like go out and see people in the wild and validate their idea. You've yeah. done all that work for me. Um, if I was in the mindset to want to do that right now, uh, I would want to do it once.
1: Yeah. See, and that's what we really are hoping to get out of the community is like, as this goes on, as we publish these, all of these are available in the community, right? So you can go on at any time and see anything that you've missed. Um, you could just delete every one of these emails and just log on and see all the ideas. Yeah. But we're hoping that there becomes a... Uh, well, for instance, when you post an ad on Reddit, like if you have a business, like for, if I was going to post an ad on Reddit for Mastermind Jam, Reddit allows the Reddit users to comment on every ad. Did you know that?
0: No, I, I so the, I've only been on Reddit once, I think.
1: I'm oh, okay. A guy. It's, well, it's a huge amount of, um, you know, sticky users. Like these users come back all day long and they just hang out and they just, just mull over every little damn thing, right? And so an ad comes up. And um, there was an ad for this guy who was selling like a soy post-workout drink. And he posted it in a health workout thread. And then tons of people, hundreds of people clicked on the comments for that ad and gave him advice. of like, hey, I love the product. I've tried your product. The name is horrible. Here's why the name sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, this is misleading. Your marketing page, you should really highlight this and downplay this. Blah, blah, blah. He got amazingly candid, helpful, useful feedback. No trolling, none of that shit, none of the negativity you get like on Hacker News. And by the end of it, the guy had rebranded his product, renamed his product, and you know, ex- you know, he had, he had leveled up his business because he he was selling more of the thing to the Reddit audience, back to those people using mm-hmm. the the terminology mm-hmm. they were given. So anyway, we were looking to to really foster that kind of a community. So say say you, Craig, you're looking for an idea in. You know, say the travel space. So you log on and say, you know, what can I offer? Say, you know, cruise lines that are looking to reach new, you know, markets. And you log on, you put in the keywords, you know, the cruise industry, travel niche, B two B, and up pops threads that have the community has, I, I, for lack of a better word, like crowdsourced validated these ideas. Like two guys have gone out and they've done searches in these, you know, for forums where these people hang out. And these, these guys have gone out and talked to two customers. and they, You know what I mean? And so this combined knowledge is much uh, more valuable than any one person just putting their head down and in secret going in and invalidating sure, these businesses. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, I mean, sounds like a pipe dream, right? But I've seen it work like on Reddit and I've, in other smaller communities. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm wondering… How, what's the best quick way to get something like that going? Um, so,
0: uh, the, make it free.
1: Well, again, but so you could, <laughs> a difference between a free user and 11 buck a month user, right? Or whatever the price is, but somebody who's paid to be part of that. Then you eliminate the, the people that have, it eliminates the first, for, first of all, for me to be hanging out all day, moderating and squashing trolls and, and enforcing community standards rules and shit like that. Um, it's kind of a self selecting group. Um, but it's not so expensive that it's like, you know, out out of people's reach. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's interesting, man. I think you're, you're, you know, we're potentially talking about two slightly different things. One is a really highly curated, validated list of business ideas. The other is a crowdsourced,
1: vet, you know, vetted business list. But um, that's how, no, no, that's how the other thing happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. But but. Yeah. But if you were able to do the vetting and the validating yourself or you and Justin were able to do it yourself, then you could just
1: not worry with the community. Oh, yeah. And Every one of these we get started with um, It's – first of all, it's just him and I to start. But we're going to be inviting a few other people to help us um, whether that's paid or what. I don't know yet. Yeah. Like if we had a team of five people that Justin and I definitely would weigh in on every single one and then if two of those other five each time could say, oh, yeah, and you know you might consider this or look here or something like that, mm-hmm. gets kicked around for six or seven days before it goes out to the, um, into the email queue. Um, that's what our plan was.
0: That would be interesting to see how it goes. So, so you're sort of relaunching it this coming week or launching the new, the new domain and everything this week?
1: yeah yep
0: very interesting
1: um so right now we have um just under thirty that are ready to go out you know so we we have a month's worth of these if we're to drip them out mm-hmm. um, but i do i I do you know your feedback that you know you'd rather just have a tool you could log on and see them all and do your research i think I think that's that has to happen, but I think you know. We need time to work up to it. Like I don't want to go and just hunker down and me and Justin work up, you know, 90 business ideas and then, you know, emerge two months later um, and then launch.
0: Sure, sure. This was an
1: easy way. This was an easy way for us just to kind of validate as we go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like I'm rationalizing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's part of it, right? I mean, I, I it, it's there's no right and wrong answer. Just it's just uh, feedback. I, I think, I think what you're doing is very smart. I think it can go a couple different directions. And that'll be interesting to see.
1: The, yeah, one of the things I love about it is there's so many directions it can pivot if it needs to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Mastermind Jam is very limited in that way. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, for people that are worried, Mastermind Jam is not dying today. Um, it's still, it's still doing what it does. I'm still matching people. New, new set of matches will go out, uh, day after tomorrow. So nice. So how's podcast motor going?
0: Uh, it's going good, man. It's going good. I've, uh, I am continually working less on the day to day business, which is great. Uh, we are, uh, starting up some new sales and marketing efforts. So that's a, a lot of fun. We're kicking off. Season two of, of the Business of Podcasting podcast, which is, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've recorded two episodes so far, and they've been really interesting discussions, just talking with different podcasters about, you know, how their podcast fits into the marketing for their business and what their business is and all this kind of stuff. You see get a little bit of everything, you know, across the board from entertainers to, uh, you know, authors and, and everything. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um finding some slight seasonality not slight. finding some seasonality uh... to the business um... over the summer where people are just saying "Hey, i just don't want to do it over the summer um... but at the same time we're adding new customers all the time so it's about a wash we've been flat for the last month and and kind of expect to be flat to maybe up a little this month um, so that's okay you know it's not great but it's okay uh... you know people are just taking a break uh... From their from their shows entirely not just with us so you know that's that's okay um but we're adding people to the team so you know we have a decently light load right now um which is fine so my uh my producer uh, is going on vacation this week so i'll be sort of in the weeds a lot this coming week which is which is fine and, and will be kind of good to see uh everything from her perspective for a week um we've brought on a va to, to help with some of it so i won't be doing all the work but uh, I'll be doing more of that this week than I have in the last couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking at doing some, some cold email, and that's uh, something I did at the very beginning to get a couple of customers. haven't done it any since then, so it's just interesting to think about how to do it and what to do it with. Um, I signed up with Bluetick, so I'm doing kind of one of their early access evaluation. Cool. Uh, yeah, and it's a really great-looking tool. I, uh, I had signed up for QuickMail, .io as well and I think what Mike is built with BlueTick behaves very similarly um, to to Quickmail. So, but with more of a um, gentle look and feel to I think Quickmail well, is just a really sort of powerful blitzkrieg kind of tool. Um
1: Well, let's describe what the what it is you're looking for out of these tools. So, listeners who don't know what a BlueTick is or a Quickmail.
0: Yeah, so so uh I forget the tagline that Mike uses uh, for Bluetick, but it's essentially like email follow-up automated is, is what he's going after. So so like the use case that he, uh, I think, envisioned for us is scheduling podcast guests. So you send an email to 30 podcasters that you want to get on your show. Five of them respond. Five of them book something in Calendly and 20 don't do anything. The other 20 would get... Uh, a follow-up email like five days later and saying, hey, blah, blah, blah I know you're busy, just wanted to say this, da, da, da. If they didn't respond, they'd get another email. So it's it's an email autoresponder, cold, but to a targeted group. So Interesting. So you, you could use it, like I'll use it for booking podcast guests. I'll also use it just to increase awareness of podcast motor, uh, very soft, cold, email pitch to existing podcasters and itunes
1: so how is this different than um something you could set up in drip or you know active so, campaign
0: something yep. so those tools are not designed to have non-opted in recipients
1: got it yep. the co- it's the cold outreach part it's of the it.
0: cold and all okay. of the email goes through my mail server so i use gmail uh, i have a separate domain so we have podcastmotor.a a lot of things we'll right. send these emails from one of those other email addresses so that we if and when we get you know sort of spanked or whatever uh, mm-hmm. on that domain and see our send you know our, our inboxing go down I'll right. just I'll just change it um,
1: podcastmotor.byviagra.com is is a bad yeah it. yeah
0: whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> so so that'll be interesting to see you know I, I, the response to Sending messages to book podcast guests is just amazing. You get like a fifty percent booking rate, okay. um, and like a seventy percent response rate. So it's just really, really good. So I, I think initially I'll use it just to to increase some awareness of Podcast Motor to to cold potential customers. Um, and, and you know our blog is really high quality. I think so. I'll send them uh, you know, like maybe some of our guest posts or some of our about.com articles. Cause we're writing for about.com and their podcasting section. Nice. Um, and we've sent a, uh, like we've sent a, a guest post to a couple of places. So I'll kind of reference some of those if, if, and when they get posted. So just some of that, uh, you know, very gentle, uh, sort of brand awareness. And then, and you know, so it'll be like a four email series probably, and then hit them pretty hard on the fourth one. Um, with a, you know, hey, you know, if you're still doing all your podcast editing yourself, you know, it's just a waste of time. You have a very, you know, valuable business that underlies your podcast. Don't, don't waste your time editing your, your audio yourself. We have a team of professionals, da 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 da. So, um, you know, we're working on these shows sort of for some, you know, sort of social proof. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I, I have the emails written. I, I need to get some feedback on them probably, and I might send them to you to get your feedback. Um, but just want to kind of roll it out slowly. And the, the hardest thing is going to be getting the, the list of uh, of people to send it to. So the nice thing is all of my audience is in iTunes. The bad thing is I have to go from iTunes to their website to get their email address. Um you can scrape iTunes, but the email address for a podcast is not public. So even if you scrape iTunes, the the, the contact address, like the contact email that we have for our show, is not searchable. Got it. So um, so it's a fair bit of work, but you know we have a VA on staff, and um, she would be able to do this, and so might might sort of do that. So we'll see. Um, but it's, it's fun to get kind of back into the groove for the first little bit of our trip. I was kind of just in maintenance mode, if you will, you know, with the business, but now I'm, you know, we're here for two weeks straight. So kind of settling in and, uh, you know, really taking a look at things.
1: That's cool. That's very cool. So,
0: yeah. So yeah, we're here for two weeks and, uh, and then we're going back to the States, the first of July. And are, uh, are going to apply to
1: live in France next year. Wow. That was a quick decision. Yeah. Well, no, so you guys it's... step in France and like, we're home.
0: <laughs> we So we decided before we got here, but, but we spent oh, okay. time here last year around MicroConf. Um, and going up into our last place we were visiting, kind of knew that nowhere in Spain, and like I said, we visited a lot of different places, a lot of different types of places in Spain. None of them really clicked for us. And the area we're in here, everyone we talked to ahead of time said, you know, bring a bunch of shit because you're never going to leave. You know, like it's just (laughs) and it really is. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, It's it's a small city geographically, but there's like one hundred and fifty thousand people, which makes it, you know, a decent sized city. Did Um, you see what city it is? uh, So we're in. uh, Yeah. So we're in aix en provence So X is A-I-X. And, uh, so it's about 30 minutes north of Marseille. Um, so kind of in like, if France is like a Pentagon, right, it's like the bottom right corner. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, so uh, weather pretty similar to the like, weather uh, is like beautiful. It's like 70 degrees here today.
1: Yeah. Weather's pretty similar to the Chicago latitudes, right?
0: Uh, yeah, but it doesn't ever, south? it doesn't ever snow. Right. it's Mediterranean you know? yeah, 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 um,
1: but temperature ranges are in the seventies, yeah yeah, yeah yeah,
0: yeah, um I mean, you know, obviously, like great food, great wine, oh yeah, uh French, I don't really speak much French, but we're learning, um so yeah, and it turns out it's not on paper at least not terribly difficult to get a long term visa in France, so. If you're not working, which I'm technically not working, so hey, have you
1: checked out that Duolingo app for learning new languages?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're lighting it up, man. It's okay. uh, It's a really good app. It's really highly recommended by a lot of people, and it's it's a very good app. Um, I've studied French on my own a little bit, so I have a decent kind of framework knowledge of it. But um, Mm -hmm. obviously, sort of being here, it's in a way, it's great and it's really intimidating at the same time. Like because you think you know, and then you go talk to somebody and. You know, the 10 words you have planned just go out the window when they say <laughs> something back to you. So it's uh, it's kind of challenging like that, but um, but it's cool. And the kids are picking it up like amazingly fast. It's, it's really bizarre.
1: Kids are amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, but yeah, so we'll be back in the U.S. for about six weeks uh, until the middle of August. And then we'll come back here for school. So they start school September 1st here.
1: Wow. Cool. All right.
0: So, yeah. It's, uh, it won't be boring. That's for sure.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So, so what's the long-term plan there? Are you going to buy a house or you guys have a condo lined up?
0: Uh, we're working on getting, uh, uh, an apartment. Um,
1: are there co-working spaces nearby?
0: Yeah. There's three co-working spaces in town. Nice. So yeah. And they're reasonable. They're, uh, like 200 euros a month. Which is very fair, I think, yeah. uh, for like uh, you know five days a week. Um, the internet here is really good. <laughs> it's not as good as we had in Portugal, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's like thirty megabyte download, so it's pretty good. It's better than I had at home in the U.S. So um, yeah, so I mean everything's. The kids will go to public school, which will be cool uh you know everyone said that's the way to if you want them to learn french that's the way to do it it'll be a tough first month but after that they'll be fluent pretty much is what people say
1: cool wow
0: so yeah
1: immerse them in the language and the culture and they'll, they'll pick it up quick
0: oh yeah totally i mean they're already getting it my son corrected me on something he's three corrected me on something yesterday so yeah i took
1: three years of french and it's all out the window it's gone yeah it's ridiculous
0: yeah so, yeah, it's uh, it's it was a big decision, but you know, I actually came down to it. It was you know, sort of like in ten years or in twenty years, we say, "Wow, that year in France was hard but really fun," or, "I wish we had spent that year in France." <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: No regrets, man.
0: Yeah. So it's on paper, price wise, about the same as we would spend anywhere else. So, you know, that aside, work will be a little more challenging because we're six hours ahead of the east coast here so like now it's eight thirty at night um you know i'll work I- evenings a lot at least just to check in but but what i'm finding is with that is is i i don't work unless i have like something i have to do that i can't get distracted in that case the morning is really nice because there's no email like i can clean out my inbox you know for 30 minutes and then work on something uh, until like noon no one else is working right so that's oh, really that sounds nice. Nice. Yeah. And then the way it's been with the kids, we've done stuff from like lunchtime to mid afternoon, but like say four o'clock here is 10 o'clock on the East coast. So like no one really expects you to get back to them before 10 o'clock. Right. If they send, if you send them an email, they send you something back. It's pretty fair to say 10 o'clock is the first time anyone would sort of expect me to work again. Right. But If we leave, you know, leave the house at 11 or noon to be back at four is a long time for the kids to be out whatever doing stuff um and then we spend kind of the afternoon here and then go out in the evening a little bit to like you know get a pastry or go to the park or whatever uh and then i can come back and work you know at like nine or ten for an hour and kind of finish the day with whatever needs to happen so it's a little uh mixed up you know but yeah um it's kind of nice too you know i have like three little mini work days and, uh, it's, it's gone pretty well. I mean, I've really gotten into a decent groove with it lately. Um, I went to co-working spaces the last two of the last three places we were at and they're really great. I don't, have you ever been to co-working spaces?
1: No, I have not. Ugh. I mean, I've visited, I've never, I've never spent a day in one working. You yep. know what I mean? I did a tour cause I was going to sign up for one and then, um, I, I ended up not doing it. So I'd like to know how it feels to just, go somewhere and work. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We were in Seville last before we came here and it was like a hundred degrees. It's like Texas. There's nothing there. So I was like, fuck I'm going to go work one day. Like the kids are just going to watch movies all day. And, um, so they had fiber, right?
1: Okay. Nice.
0: A hundred megabyte download speed and like 25 up. So I was like, you know, I was like (laughs) uploading, uploading my 900 megabyte video files in like two minutes and all this. It was just amazing. Wow. But, but the place was great. It's like super modern and like they had like, you know, all the typical stuff you would imagine like at, at like, you know, working at Google or something, you know, they got like the ping pong table and the, the, you know, the stress balls to squeeze and, you know, just very, very cool ambiance. Um. So yeah, it was, yeah, I think, it was nice. And I can imagine like going there, we'll meet people, I'll meet people that are in kind of similar space and, and all this kind of stuff. Um
1: I think I need something like that. I wish yeah. somebody would open something like that around here. I, uh, I left the house like three times last week, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. not even, joking. Yeah. you know, <laughs> it's just nuts. Um, I get, I go to a dark place in my head sometimes if I can't get out of the house. So yeah. I had a friend offer to to like rent me a desk in his office space for like four hundred and fifty bucks a month, mm-hmm. and um it was like right at the time that like Mastermind Jam was taking a dip in traffic and revenue. I was like, hey, ah, yeah, I'm just not going to risk it right now, but I would love to be in a place where i could um you know and i don't want the, I don't want the day job paying for it because then I feel bad working on like my stuff there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So, yeah, it, it didn't happen, but you know the point is i'd love to I'd love to have an external office,
0: yeah, yeah, and the places here we'll be able to walk to or ride my bike or whatever <laughs> oh, like we're gonna live we live in the city, and I mean, like I said, there's like hundred and fifty thousand people here, but it's the size of I don't know what uh, you know it's the size of the strip in Vegas, maybe you know mm-hmm. like yeah. for every, it's like my <laughs> like yeah, it's like the size of from Caesars to uh, Mandalay or something. It's so scary. that so you know, that's the new small. like
1: that's the new unit of measurement over there. It's like yeah, it's <laughs> like how, like many how many Vegas ve- steps
0: how is many that? No, but I, I'm trying to think of something that a lot of people would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's like it's like two miles.
1: In I get each it. Direction, it, it you know? The point is, it's, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's it's not totally at all. Walkable.
0: So it's like 20 minutes across town, 30 minutes across town, maybe walking. Yeah. Yeah. Small. I think, I think that's small. So interesting.
1: All right, man, I'm happy for you. That sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited. We're a bit apprehensive. You know, it's always, you know, we're dealing with the government of any sort is, you know, it's the plan until it's official, but it sounds like everything should be in order. So we'll see.
1: You sent me screenshots for something else you were working on um, a while ago. How's that going?
0: Yeah. So the, so the, the podcast player is is going good. I, uh, with this sort of like you know coasting in the business, had sort of not finished out the hand. We, we're so close. Just a handful of things actually re sort of re-engaged the developer yesterday. Ironically, uh, about it um, because we're going to be using it for a customer uh, here soon who wants you know sort of a premium player, and they were going to buy the smart podcast player. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is a kind of a high profile customer. Let's finish things. This thing out, beta test it on, you know, on my site maybe, and then and then put it on theirs. You know, instead of them buying smart podcast player, this thing's almost done. It looks great. Uh, you know, a couple a couple layout things really, and, and okay. a little functionality on in like the post editor in WordPress that needs to get tweaked, but like two days work maybe, um, and then we'll be ready. Yeah, so it's going to be cool. I mean, first generation is going to be pretty basic uh, with a lot of the the same kind of functionality that it that a typical player would give you but it looks a lot better. Um, and then we're going to add some like lead capture functionality to it in version 2.
1: Oh man, that's crucial. So yeah. that'd be cool. So it'll it'll yeah.
0: have the same kind of like uh, content upgrade functionality like, I like it. uh you know, download a thing to get you know, enter your email here to get access to whatever. Right now it just has a customizable URL that you can enter as the as the owner of it. You can say, yeah. "Send send if you click this button, send them to my lead page or whatever." Um, but it could
1: be like you know, if you listen, you know, like it, you could say at the beginning of the show, "Hey, if you listen five minutes in, you know, um, you'll get access to this other thing."
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that, almost that, like
1: engagement level kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now it's a button um, ah. below the player, but. Um, yeah, right now it's just sort of the framework is there, but we're going to build in some stuff later uh, with like a modal and everything. So yeah, I love
1: the idea of a of a lead generation and you know like a lead magnet kind of delivery. Yeah, yeah. With the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
1: Anyway, cool so, man. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's coming, and that'll be that'll be a fun thing to to sort of work on. It'll be my first piece of software, so it's it's exciting. And then we're going to back that up uh, once that kind of gets finished and launched and stabilized. We're going to work on a WordPress theme. Uh, uh-huh. it turns out WordPress themes for podcasts suck there's only one of them and it's really old and requires a crazy plugin that i don't really understand and uh so yeah we're going to we're going to kind of use the Is that the
1: same one we tried? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It's yep. terrible. Um so yeah i mean a, a good clean theme with a lot of lead gen built into it uh is what every podcaster wants um and so that's what we're going to do and i was thinking about using uh, creating uh, making it a Genesis child theme, mm. but I think it would probably limit my market a little too much. So, we're gonna make it just kind of a standard a standard theme. And it's nice, we see so many podcast pages and the you know WordPress sites. Yeah, that I mean, we kind of pick the best of this and, this and this and this and this and this to make you know what should be a really nice theme. So, it'll be nice to have those two you know software items to offer. So, yeah, but yeah. I've uh, I've definitely been slacking on it, so it'll be nice to finish it up. I mean, it's 80 plus percent done. So now the hard work starts.
1: Yeah, I've been man, I just need some head space. I got a, a ton of little ideas like that I need to follow up on. So I know I know how it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm working at, I've been working on a blog post for months. I I need to get it finished, of just describing how I launched Mastermind Jam using like microservices. Like, I didn't write code for it. And like this nugget slash startup lab thing, it's all like there's no code for it. Mm-hmm. It's all just back end services, microservices. And if it's successful, mm-hmm. we'll go in and replace some of those things. But uh, I just wanted to show people what's out there and how you can put things together. And it's just tough to find time. Yep. It's tough to find time. Yep.
0: Yep. Well, speaking of time, man, I got uh, I got some family out here that needs some love.
1: Got to scoot. All yep. right, man.
0: I'll, uh, I'll holler at you later.
1: All right. Have All a right. good one.
0: Yep. See you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nights and Weekends Podcast with Craig Hewitt and Ken Wallace. To stay up to date and learn more about balancing your family and your startup, visit www.nightsandweekendspodcast.com. We'll catch you next time.